This is 8-Bit, episode 40, Watch Out for Bears, on Sunday, June 8th, 2013, and now, with less visual sarcasm. This episode is hosted by Ian Buck, with guest Ryan Rampersad. So, uh, my mom got my sickness this week, right? Mm. I'm, I'm still a little bit snuffly, but I'm feeling much, much, much better. Snuffly? Snuffly, oh, yes. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah, yeah I, I know exactly how that is. I still have my lovely little, uh, green cup that I spit into on my desk, um... Well, where else am I going to spit? No, but your hand gesture for that is just absurd. <laughs> it's holding a cup. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. What do you think it is? <laughs> would it be better if I do it with my left hand? Yes, it would be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my mom got sick, and uh, and she needed to pick up a DVD from somebody who lives in Plymouth. Okay. Right? Um, so she sends me off to Plymouth to, you know, pick this up, and I'm more than happy to do that for my mom. It's mm-hmm. you know, fine. Um so, so she gives me the, the address and I put it into my tablet and I look it up and, you know, I'm like, all right, I, I know how to get there. And my mom's like, oh, let me see, you know. So she's, she's messing around with Google Maps and on my tablet. Mm-hmm. And what I, I didn't think much of it at the time, but she accidentally long pressed, oh. which, you know, caused Google Maps to pull up the address at that point. And I was just like, oh, whatever, you know, just yeah. tap anywhere else to Dismiss make that it. go away. All right. So I, I go out to my car and I'm like, all right, navigate me. Boom, go. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's navigating and I'm going and, and it gets me into Plymouth and it, and it gets me off the highway and it, and it, uh, and I'm, of course, listening to control structure on my way over there. Of course you are. Yeah, of course I am. Uh, cause what other time do I have time to, you know, listen to stuff? Right. Um, so, so it, you know, I, it brings me into a nice little cul-de-sac and, you know, a bunch of townhouses ho- around and everything. Nice Plymouth neighborhood. And, mm-hmm. and I, and I'm looking at the street numbers and I'm like, these are absolutely nowhere near the number that I was given. What is going on? And then, you know, of course it goes, you have arrived at your destination. I'm like, BS, where am I? And I'm looking around on the map trying to figure out where I am. And I suddenly realize this is where my mom pushed uh-huh. on the map. It took me to the last address that I looked up, not the last directions that I asked for. Uh and so I'm trying to figure out, like, on the map where I am in relation to right. where I need to go, and I can't figure it out. And I'm like, all right, I saw Strip Mall just down the road. There's got to be some free Wi-Fi. There's got to be some free Wi-Fi Oh, my there. God. So I'm driving around in the parking lot, like, you know, going, like, two miles an hour, like, staring down at my lap, trying to find a nice... Un, unsecured yeah. Wi-Fi hotspot. And I, I find one for a yoga place and it's unsecured, but I, and, and I log into it and it's called guest, but you know, you have to log in on the yeah, website right, and it's of like, course. oh man, and you know, nobody's in there to tell me what the password is. Okay. Uh, that's chili, chilies, chilies. All right. You know, so that, that one's unsecured. So I go across the street to the chilies, park in their parking lot, log into theirs and they just have this quick little, you know, yeah. do you accept these right. terms to use our internet? I'm <laughs> like, yes, I do. Tell me how to get to the place I'm going to. And so finally, I find my way to my destination. Wow. Yeah. Man, great. gotta have a connection, you know? Yeah. Also, it's good to make sure that you're navigating to the right place That's before so you leave to go there. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long, long press. Watch out. Long press. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's pretty, pretty tough. Yeah. Well, my, my week was less eventful, but I, I did stay up for basically three days playing Guild Wars. Sam's birthday was this week, and so he wanted to play Guild Wars. Oh, Do you know how that, long that one day for him is? Is reasonable? Uh, it's um, three days in our time. Okay. Yeah. Because he goes slower. Right. So 
Right. About one third as fast as us. So exactly. Does he just have like a time dilation field around him? I feel like he must that... because my life has been wasted. <laughs> I was trying to say extended, but it, it, it hasn't. <clears throat> so does that, is, is he going to like turn in all the stuff for this semester like three semesters from now? No, it's just, just anything that's assigned in the semester just takes three times as long. It's, but it, it all just piles up, you know, mm-hmm. like towards the end. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. But he eventually gets it done. Right. That's good. It, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I have some bittersweet news this bittersweet. week. Bittersweet. Bittersweet, yes. Wow. Um, so I, uh, I'm sitting there, you know, at my house and, and I get this text, text message from Ian, our other lovely host who isn't here right now because he's at, uh, staff training week for, for camp, right? Yes, yes, we heard or, about that. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, dude, Ian, they need more people for climbing. For the climbing tower this summer. They need, like, full-time people. People who've done camp before, who have experience. And I'm like, well, alright. But, I mean, I'm doing Urban Cross. And I'm, you know, going on vacation with my family until, like, the end of June. And he's like, oh, well, Scribble says that that's fine. You know, that, that you, you can just start, you know, on the, on the 28th when you get back from, from vacation. That's, mm-hmm. that's all good. And, and we just need, you know, you for the, for the climbing and the, and you'll get trained in on your first weekend here. And I'm like, all right, I'm working at camp again. I just can't get away from that place, I no, guess. No, no, you can't. Um, so it, it's good because I have a job at, this summer now and I'll be getting paid money and everything. But, uh, it's kind of bad because now I'm not going to have internet at all. It's and fine. I, and I won't, uh, you know, be able to keep up on the news and I, fine. I won't be anywhere near the studio. And, what you know, studio? This is the one that I'm sitting in right now. Oh, that one. So I'm pretty sure that we're going to just put the show on hiatus until the fall when Ian and I are back at school. Doesn't sound bad to me. Well, that's insulting. <laughs> I don't have to edit it now. Right. Not that yeah. I ever did it before. Nope. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously we are still going to do an E3 show because yeah. we have to. Because right, of course. Because E3 is wonderful it and is. terrible. Mm-hmm. And when, when, it's when did big. you plan on doing that? When, uh, next weekend. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll have like a little bit of time in between, uh, my church's work camp and when we leave for vacation. So mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll just keep on top of the news, hopefully. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll be ready for that show next weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That well, sounds pretty good, though. It'll be special. Yeah, not the, the, not a Nexus special necessarily, but it'll be it'll be pretty. But special. it is a Nexus special. Yeah, yeah, right. So I hear that you guys had uh, the the French number one hundred. Yes, you yesterday. know we had the French one hundred. That's exciting. Now, when we're recording it, of course, we don't know what fringe we are. I was aware. I was oh, see, f- coming up this week. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Control Structure just had number ninety nine. That uh-huh. means that the next one, which is not my show, is going to have fringe number a hundred. Well, so I only realized it in editing, of course. And well, mm-hmm. it's like, "Oh, fringe a hundred. That's great." So I, <laughs> I put up a special thing on the website. Um, and then, of course, you know, the website isn't open because you know I don't stare at my own website every day. Oh, I I totally would. Um, and so is if, there. I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, how about that? Does that sound good? It's not on the main page. Where, what are you talking where about? Where are we in this show? Where I'll pull it and roll it. There you go. It's in the show notes. Go go read it. Um, so anyway, um, on the Fringe page, I put a special note. It's all hail fr- the Fringe number 100. Where does it say that? Oh, there it is. I see it. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's nothing going on in that Fringe. Of course not. If, if we had known that it was going to be special, we would have made it it's much It's an hour better. and 20, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Is it? I'll listen to it eventually. I'm not even sure what we talked about. 
Me neither. Okay, though. I haven't listened to it yet. Well, you'd be one of that us. That was just last night. Uh, I've not had time yet. Yeah. So, if you listened at 1.7x... 1.7? Yeah. Oh, man. you got to go faster. Does Beyond Pod have that? Not built in. Darn. Yeah. I paid for it. Well, then I can't. What? I What? Beyond Pod? No, no. The thing that lets you do it. Ah. Yeah. It's oh. an extension thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm willing to pay for that as well. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Hey. Listener feedback. I heard about that. Uh, yeah, Andrew Bailey has some things to say, of course. Um, he's, uh, he has some stuff to say about, uh, my hypothetical situation, you know, that my fevered brain was coming up with, with the, uh, you know, mm-hmm. maybe an, a- an asteroid was about to hit Earth or whatever. Um, and, uh, apparently there was an asteroid that has a moon that came within a few million miles of, uh, our planet recently. And I read that article on Wikipedia and it's pretty darn, uh, scary. Yeah. Actually. Pretty cool, too. But... It's a good thing that we know about it, you know. Yeah, we've well. We've known about it for a while. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Bailey also writes that we need a science show. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with him. Yeah, well, I mean. But who's going to do that? I don't, I don't know. Who would do that? There, there isn't a person in the universe that would want to take on that show. Good one. Ah. Yeah. And also, I mean, that's part of the reason that one of the goals of the Arkid project is, uh, you know. Yeah. I heard that got funded. Yeah. Pretty well. Oh, it already got its goal? I, no, I, I have no that's idea. That's pretty good. I think they're, they're, yeah, they sent out an email yesterday or something saying uh we want to hit our the goal by monday and then we'll have some awesome stretch goals Mm -hmm. if that happens i hope they don't make their stretch goal so absurdly high though like i don't know like doubling it is really but you know but they were like everybody you know who's already pledged just go and get somebody else to go and you know pledge 25 dollars for the Mm -hmm. selfies and and it's good Right. So, Ryan, have you pledged yet? No, I never will. Go and pledge $25. I know you think I will, but Yeah, you really should. Yeah, I don't get paid enough for that. I'm telling you as your boss. Okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's your show. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Andrew also says in, in response to the, um, the Microsoft patenting uh, achievements for, you know, watching uh, TV shows and stuff like that, you know, uh, in order to you know, encourage people to watch ads. Um, Andrew thinks that, you know, you wouldn't have to actually watch the ads. Uh, you just have, you know, could just have the Xbox play them and walk away or mute the TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we already know that, you know, the Kinect will pause like a stream if there are so many people in the room that, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have a license to watch for that many people to watch it technically. Right. And it'll pause the stream. So if it can do that already, I think it can go, hey, hey, look at, look at the screen. Mm-hmm. You need to watch the ad to get the achievement. You know, I feel like they're if if they start doing that kind of thing, I feel like it'd be very invasive. I feel like people would complain a lot. People are already complaining. Well, a people lot are more. already going. Oh my gosh, it's going to like upload all of my conversations to the internet because. It's... Well, if it sounds like that when they upload it, it won't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I I just want you know. If I, if, 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 if the Connect actually did do that kind of thing, I would just have the weirdest conversations on purpose in front of him. I think we got that covered. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And, dude, and then we wouldn't have to worry about uploading our shows. Yeah. It would just, just already be there. Permanent live streaming. Yes. Great. Awesome. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Is it? Not. No. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I need a better mm-hmm. studio. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We probably wouldn't be able to fit a Connect in here. No. No. Yeah. Um, so. Strong bad games. Oh, yeah. Um, 
games. I don't know. I, I said something about like how pretty much all of the Telltale games were part of the Humble Bundle deal that they had going on uh, last week, um, which is evidently not the case. There are plenty of Telltale games that weren't in the bundle, but, you know, I don't care about any of those games. It's all the Telltale games that matter and a few more that were in the bundle. So, yeah. Games are hard. I don't blame you. Right. Yeah. That's why we're here. Is it? To make games less hard for people. Yeah, I don't I know think. about that. I thought we were just here to inform people. Yeah, that's making it less hard. No. If they're informed, then they know what to do, right? No, I don't think so. No? Okay. Yeah. Never mind. doesn't work like that. Um, also, Andrew uh, is very surprised that we haven't finished Borderlands 2 yet, but, you know, sorry. <laughs> we never have time to get together. The only time that we ever get together is for podcasts. Yeah, which is funny. It's just really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would enjoy playing the game, but I don't, I don't have time for that. And since I, since I always, you know, have to, had to leave and go mm-hmm. watch Stargate right after shows this last year, you know, we couldn't play Borderlands 2 together right after a show or anything. Well, maybe you'll get to play with, maybe, um, yeah, I doubt maybe it. Maybe that'll work this year because I won't yeah. be watching Stargate right after. Maybe. Theoretically. I'm sure you'll find some other ridiculous show to oh, watch. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm planning on starting up. With classic Star Trek, uh, you know, from the beginning and just watching all of it. Like I said, oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna take my whole life. I know. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, my dad and I marathoned uh, TNG a couple summers ago. Ah, Next Generation. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. My first thought was like Teenage Mutant. No, no, no. Wait, not, not an M. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Right. So how how did that go? Um, you know, it took maybe eight weeks, but we watched like three or four every day. Okay. Yeah, like a lot of seasons, like eight seasons. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you watch any like the movies and? No, just whatever they had on Netflix, and I, they didn't have the net movies on Netflix. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Amazon Prime has all of them except for one of the movies. It's like the third yeah, movie, the Search that. for Spock, and it doesn't make any sense. It's probably licensed in a bizarre way. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Amazon. Um, but, uh, yeah, so if, if any of you listeners have any feedback for us, you know, you want to ask us questions. You got or, one last time before us. the show exactly. gets put on the show. Uh, yeah, go on to the, the website, which you're theoretically, uh, listening to this on, maybe, who knows, and, uh, click on the comments button up at the top. Yeah. Yeah. It's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only people who really use it at this point are hosts. Yeah, but isn't that the saddest other. thing ever? <laughs> Uh, so so even we need more engagement so matt didn't know um tom chris's email address so he just used the contact form oh oh (laughs) oh, i did hear that conversation but i didn't hear the part where he was using the contact form yeah it might have happened in the fringe whatever you know it is yeah yeah so we have some headlines i like headlines Headlines are great Mm -hmm. um so ubisoft will be releasing a novel about edward kenway's fall from privateer to pirate on november 26th which is about a month after assassin's creed 4 black flag releases on october 29th and they're also releasing an art book for the game the day before the game comes out a book of art yeah. Or a game. Some people really like that kind of thing. That's really interesting. And some people also like to buy, you know, posters and yeah, I, and I guess so. little plush toys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Memorabilia. Well, that'd be hard. Yeah. So I've got a video. You do have a video. Would you? Would you like? uh, we're not gonna. We're not gonna watch it because it's just a bunch of ships shooting at each other. Oh, so we're actually having standards today. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Remember, mm. we, we tried that I, a few I, weeks ago. I know, but I didn't think it actually worked. Well, um, World of Warships, now that's just ridiculous, but uh, apparently they have a new trailer and it's depicting a very heated naval battle. Yeah. And and it's between the US Hot. and Japan. Just just explosive. Very. Mm-hmm. 
So the only playable factions that we know of um, are those, and it's so sad because apparently we want more. Yeah. Do we? Do well, we, of course. Do we really? Like, yeah. who else has a navy that we care about? Uh, Britain's got a pretty kick-ass navy, I think. I mean, they kind of have to because they're an <laughs> island. I wouldn't put it past them. And U-boats are cool. You know, U-boat, like, you know, the Germans were the only ones who really had, like, submarines down in, at the World War II. Well, era. at least we have an array of different ships to use. So that's from battleships, carriers, light and heavy cruisers, and destroyers. And you can find a beta sometime in fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But until then, you have to stay with a heated naval battle. Heated naval battle. <laughs> yes. So, Harmonix, the makers of the Rock Band series, have announced Fantasia Music Evolved for the Xbox One and the Connect for Xbox 360. So, the idea for this game is that the player is taking on the role of the Sorcerer's Apprentice from, you know, the the Disney's Fantasia movies. Mm -hmm. um, And they're shaping the music and creating worlds based on the music that they're listening to. Um, I think it's cool. Yeah. it It seems... Pretty, I mean, and there's like different gestures that you have to do with your body and, and you get to kind of control the music a little bit, kind of shape it, but you know, you don't have like complete control, obviously, because otherwise there would be no point in them licensing, you know, Justin Bieber music or whatever they're licensing these days. That would be horrible. What kind of world would that create? What? Well, they showed some underwater stuff, but I don't know how that relates to Justin Bieber exactly. You want to drown yourself, okay. <laughs> yes, well, speaking of good things, um, you can never have enough Halo games, so apparently there's going to be yet another Halo game. It's called Spartan Assault, and it's um, a top-down twi- twin-stick shooter, which is just ridiculous. Who would write that, just so you know? I would. That's a genre. Unacceptable. And it's being set between Halo 3 and Halo 4, and it will touch on battles that we haven't seen in the games before, but it may have been mentioned elsewhere, so that's yep. nice. Um, I read one of the Halo books, and it was nice to read the book. Which one? Uh, the one where they made a hole in the fabric of space-time and made a shield. Okay, I haven't, haven't read that one. Okay, well, I don't know which one it is either. Yeah. I, I read the one about, like, the origins of Master Chief, like, where okay, he came yeah. from and mm-hmm. his, his training and stuff like that. Uh, but the the weird thing about this game, unlike most Halo games, which are normally found on Xboxes and such things, it's only coming to Windows 8 phones, tablets, and PCs. So if you had an Xbox, you won't get to play it? That seems very odd. Correct. Yeah. yeah. They're really trying to push their Windows Phone 8s, I think. I understand, but it's kind of odd. It is. Yeah, uh, you know, you know what? Would, uh, a game more like um, Halo Wars would make more sense for a PC or a phone or a tablet. You know, Halo Wars. Yeah, yeah. I you don't. Know, like, I don't um, know how well an, uh, you know, because that was a straight up real time strategy right, game. Right, and uh, that and feels I don't know, like I don't know how well that would work on a phone. I, I feel like you could do much better with that on a phone than an actual twin stick shooter. Without any sticks. Well, no. I mean, I the you know, Beat Hazard was kind of a twin stick shooter, and that works really well on this. I understand, but it's it's still odd. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm also curious to know um, how they're doing this on um, you know PCs mm-hmm. that that uh... probably Windows 8 only. Well, it is Windows 8 only, but I mean, like ones that don't have a controller hooked up to them, you know. Oh, uh, obviously. It'll probably be like, you know, WASD is movement, yeah. and then, like, um, you'll probably have, like, an actual cursor on mm-hmm. the screen, yep. and that's the direction that you're shooting in. But, you know, cursors are silly 
for that kind of game. Are they? Yeah. It's probably okay. They really are. I think you'll live with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Company of Heroes open beta launched uh, this week, and it'll continue until the game launches. As an added bonus, as long as you buy the game within 60, do- 60 days of its launch, all of your progress from the beta will carry over. That's nice. Yeah. Guild Wars didn't do that. Oh, sad. I know. Did you you play the beta? Yeah, we we Did... we got the beta la- June of last year, and then we played all the way through summer beta testing, and then they wiped it, and then we got three day head start. So their beta was continuous. It was semi continuous. There was like. Beta weekend here, beta weekend here, and a beta weekend here. There's three beta weekends. Okay, so they did the same way that the old Republic did their beta weekends. It's semi-continuous. Yeah. And did you, you, but you didn't get to keep the stuff from one weekend to another weekend. Uh, you? you actually no, we did. Interesting. Um, except it all got wiped out in the end. So I had my level twenty-five character just was all for naught. God, I know. But you know, games with people are fun. So have you ever wanted to play, for instance, uh, StarCraft Two with someone else? But, uh, well, no, but my par- my my friends, you know, love to go, hey, play StarCraft 2 with me. And, of course, what do you say? I haven't bought it. And and why haven't you bought it? Well, because it costs money, and I, oh, you know, I would money. never play it except with my friends. Oh, that's why exactly the same reason I won't fund a satellite to find asteroids, but, you know, nobody gives me a hard time. Well, Blizzard won't give you a hard time anymore, because... They're bringing back what they like to call spawning, where if you have a copy of the game already, you can give one of your friends the ability to play multiplayer with you. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And apparently, as long as one person in your in your party has the game, you can, you know, bring in any number of people. I think it's like up to 16 or something. You know how great that is? That's incredible. And and so, I, I don't really know anything about StarCraft, because, you know, I'm not a gamer. But mm-hmm. so, is it like, there's a... Single player campaign, but also multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. and I mean, obviously, the focus is on multiplayer, because right? That's and know. so I guess the theory is that if you like the game after playing with your friend, then you can go buy it in order to have the campaign yeah. or whatever, right? If you really want to, which would be weird, but I like the idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so Spy Party launches beta this weekend. Uh, we've been we've had our eye on this game for quite a while. Um, so it's it's basically. A reverse Turing test. Wow. Now, yeah. So what that means is uh, one of the players is playing as the spy, and they're trying to blend in with a bunch of NPCs at a party while performing a series of tasks. And the opposing player is the sniper, and they're trying to identify which person at the party is the player, mm-hmm. and then take them out and, you know, not shoot any of the legitimate guests. Um and up until now, all of the footage that I've seen was very, very, you know, rough, and it's, you know, just bare bones. But hopefully now that it's a, a beta, uh, it'll have maybe better visuals. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But the concept behind the the game is... Kind of cool. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it'll, how much does it cost to get into the beta? I $15. It's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. You know, virtual reality... Sure. You know, there's been a Kickstarter for that Oculus Rift a long time ago. And, long time and, ago. And that's, that, that just propelled them into... And that's uh, been having tons and tons of support for tons and tons of games, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, it's supported so much that it kills off its developers. But, you know, don't worry about that. Oh, that. Yeah. 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 Um, well, there's a new Kickstarter for um, what is being called an all-direction treadmill. And so I guess the theory is that you can walk without actually going anywhere. Correct. Which would be kind of handy in a virtual reality game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want to bump into the wall while I'm, you know, walking into open air, so to see. 
so to speak. It'd be kind of funny to, to watch, though. Um, <laughs> it's called the Omni, and it has so far reached four times its initial goal in three days. Um, the initial goal was $150,000, and it's currently hovering around uh, $695,000. So it's, it's doing really pretty good. well. Um, yeah, it's different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If I'm impressed or not. If you watch the videos of the guy running around on this thing, it's pretty darn funny. I, I, I will do that sometime. Yeah. Maybe not. Um, what's your, what's your minimum pledge on this these days? I think a dollar is a minimum pledge on pretty much every Kickstarter. Well, but, I mean, uh, you still have to get something. Oh, well, if you pledge a dollar, usually get, you don't get anything. Well, $10 or more. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. if you pledge $10 or more, you'll get the Omni thing? No, you won't, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Uh, you, you get special thanks. Awesome. Um, You'll receive digital posters, wallpapers, regular updates, and basically nothing that you couldn't get by just reading the news. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Amnesia, a machine for pigs, has been delayed once again until the end of the summer. With a name like that, I can see why. It's going to be great. So, so this is how... Horror game. Oh, so this isn't how Angry Birds loses. N- no. Okay. Mm. Pigs, you know. Yeah. Square Enix, my favorite. Actually, uh, speaking what? of pigs. So pigs? Pigs. I was on the highway today, and I uh, oh dear. I was behind a Mini Cooper, and I looked at the Mini Cooper, and I was like, wow, that thing looks like the face of one of the pigs in Angry Birds. Wait, what looks like? Like the shape of the of the oh Mini Cooper and the placement of the placement of the... Uh, the <laughs> No way. <laughs> the brake lights, and then the two, the rear, the side view mirrors, you know? Well, they look I'm... like its ears, and it looked like one of the pigs. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess, I guess I'd have to see it, but you know what you really need? You really need a camera on your Nexus 7, because this would have no, been I something need Google Glass. Okay, well that would have been good too. Yep. Or like, or... No, okay Glass, take a well, picture. Well, you can wink now, and it'll take pictures. Really? Yeah, if you yeah. install that app. Or hack, or whatever they call it. So how does it know if you're not that I'm not blinking with the other eye? It has eyes, but it can. It's only over one eye. It how can, does it, it see can, my other? It can see enough. Okay. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Square Enix, my favorite RPG company. You know, Final Fantasy. Uh, they're they're announcing um, this acts the fall for iOS, which is again funny because it's not their normal platform. Uh, you know, no, of pe- course not. People are trying to branch out into the mobile space. Uh, they it say makes it sense. Is, uh, does it? Yeah. Okay, maybe. It I mean, it, it's a heck of a lot cheaper for them to branch out into the mobile space than to branch out into the Vita space or the 3DS space. Yes, because uh, the Vita space is basically zero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a parallel story to the human revolution, and it is a direct sequel to the Icarus effect. Have fun with that. Which is a novel. Oh, is that is that how that works? Yeah. The oh. Icarus effect was a novel. Hmm. So, we've known that Diablo 3 was coming to PS3 this fall. Uh, but apparently it'll also be coming to Xbox 360. Why would they do that? Isn't that old now? Uh, what, the Xbox 360? No, no, no. The Diablo, Diablo 3. 3? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, they, that was one of the exciting things that they announced at the PS4, you know, reveal event was, it's coming to PS3 and it's going to be on PS4 when PS4 comes out. <gasps> Whoa! Who cares? It's on computers everywhere and, now. Exactly. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I a lot of people who played P- Diablo 3 weren't that impressed with it. Like, right. there's, there's a lot of other games out now that people are like, you know, this is really what Diablo 3 should have been. Um, but, you know, Blizzard is just full of themselves, so. Well, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> and so, I, I'm not sure why they're coming out with it on Xbox 360 as well, because that kind of takes the wind out of their former announcement of, oh my gosh, it's coming out on PS3! And real graphics! Yeah, yeah, well. Don't worry about that. Sure. Yeah. 
So both of those are coming out on September 3rd. Well, nobody will be impressed. Nope. No lines anywhere. Well, Respawn Entertainment, the studio that was founded by the guys who created Call of Duty, um, and, you know, I guess they were sued by Activision a few years ago. Yeah. It sounds deadly. This was actually right around the time when I started reading Game Informer magazine, wow. and this was, like, one of the first articles that I read, and I was like, oh my gosh! I don't remember when I started reading tech news. It just always happened. It's, it's a universe constant. Yeah. yeah we'll get there. Uh, so, they, the new game they're making now, after being sued is called Titanfall, and it'll be a multiplayer game for the PC and Xbox One, which is wonderful. Uh, and it's set to come out next summer, so not this year, next year, which is so sad, but at least we get to uh, hear about it now, and do we get to see about it at E3 or anything? Cool? Um, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, for some odd reason, it's being built on the Valve Source Engine. Yeah, which is almost 10 years old. Yeah, now. that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting that it's coming out for the PC and Xbox One. Why? Well, because that's the point of the Xbox One. Is to... The du- dual release with your Windows and your Xbox One. Because, you know, they're basically the same. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? What? Well, I think that the Respawn guys understand that, you know, that the PC already has a huge install base. Not enough people understand this. Well, it's so a good thing that they do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting, though, that they, you know, didn't announce PS4 at all. No. Well, actually, they never announced this. this do you know how this was this no. was leaked? You tell me. So somebody discovered the the cover for the next Game Informer magazine. Really? Which was Titanfall, and it says for PC and Xbox One down there at the bottom of the of the magazine's cover. Game Informer hasn't said anything about this next issue of Game Informer magazine. Well, but other people, other news websites have been like, oh well. We found out what the what the cover is. Here's Titanfall. It exists. <laughs> sure, it so does. Everybody except for Game Informer is uh, talking uh, about story. Titanfall. You know that happens. <laughs> That's so sad. Maybe next time. Yeah, yeah. So based on uh, some entries in the Steam database, we are pretty sure that The Walking Dead will be getting a DLC called 400 Days. And this matches up with some teases that Telltale has been putting up on Vine recently. They've been kind of um, teasing at uh, new characters and uh, some numbers in there that, you know, are 40 and 00, and maybe that means 400. So we're not really sure what this DLC is going to be about, but this is probably what they were talking about when they said that we won't have to wait until Season 2 of The Walking Dead to play more Walking Dead. Something to tide you over for a while. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. I'm, I'm excited. Oh, I'll be at camp. Uh, oh, darn. Sad. No, so sad. Mad Cats, the manufacturer of incredibly expensive peripherals for gamers, like keyboards and mice and things, uh, they are entering the Android peripheral market, so apparently they want to make a Android micro console. For no reason, because they're well, this, so successful, this right? Is, this isn't this isn't a uh, a, a peripheral. No, it, it's its this own is, this thing. This is a system, but it's still pointless. Just literally makes no sense. Yeah, I so, mean, they're going to be showing it off at E3, but again, still pointless. Literally pointless. Yeah, because we've already got you know the Ouya and the Game Stick, Game Stick and, and and those are both and, under a hundred dollars. And, and the semi console Tegra for shield thing and ah yes that. i i'm just not seeing a point anywhere nearby here also what is the name of this project do you know um mojo 
Why do you think they called it that? I have no idea. It appears to be a an acronym, but I'm not sure what it could stand for. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. No. Um, mad caps, maybe, maybe. object-oriented... Nope. Object-oriented. <laughs> maybe it's more of a, you know, a Spanish pronunciation, mojo, or something. It's, it doesn't help. Oh, okay. No. Never mind. No. Microsoft. Microsoft. Oh, this is good. This is... This is good bad news. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I actually I can talk about this because yeah. we talked about this on our show yesterday. So Microsoft has finally come straight with us on the online requirements for the Xbox One. Finally. Finally. So it's it's not too far off from what we were expecting. Um, since games, you know, are installed on the system and don't require the disc to play, then they will be tied to your account, right? Which is Which fine. makes sense. Reasonable. Yep. Um, and so because of that, the system will make online checks every 24 hours to make sure that you still own the license for that copy of a game. That's fine. So if, still you, reasonable. You know, if you go off to some retailer and sell the game, you know, then it becomes unregistered from your account. Mm-hmm. And, and so the Xbox system no. will go, oh, you can't play this anymore. I'm going to install it from you. Nah. Um, and they have said that you can go to a friend's house, you know, and install your games onto their Xbox console, Mm -hmm. uh, presumably after you have, you know, logged in with your account. Um, and in that case, the system will be making online checks every hour, Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, still reasonable. Fine, yes. Um, and Microsoft is saying that it is up to publishers whether a game can be resold or not. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we all know that EA games will not be able to re- be resold because they're just trolls. <sighs> um, but I think, um, well, I guess one question I have is, what, what, um, do you, do you as a person get to deactivate the copy and then go sell it? Or does the retailer have to deactivate the copy magically? What I've heard is that it's only, you know, authorized retailers that can sell used games. And so it's the re- it's at the retailer uh, step that they. I think that's a really disgusting and it dirty. It is very tactic. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I kind of like. I mean, that... I I would never go to anywhere but GameStop for a used game. I agree, but that said, you know, I can look at anything. I can I can do this, and it's okay. You know, I don't know. I, you're staring off into space, and I'm like, "Is there spiders? Your mom at the stairs? Do we need to like know that there's a fire? I don't know. I... If there was a fire, you'd smell it." I can't smell anything. Okay, okay. If there was a fire, you'd feel it. Right. Yeah. Now I have a bunch of phlegm in my mouth. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Tell me more about Microsoft. Well, Microsoft is greedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm, go- I'm going to talk about Steam, you know, compare this to Steam, because Steam is what I know. So... When you buy something on Steam or when you, you know, uh, buy a disc and, and authenticate that on Steam, you know, it becomes tied to your account permanently. Mm-hmm. You cannot resell the game, right. you know, or anything. Um, but I feel like that's different. It is different because then it doesn't have to go and make online checks to make sure that you still have the license for the game. You can go offline from and Steam permanently and, and not care. Right. Ever. Well, and also I think it's different in that when you play a Steam game, traditionally you download it from Steam. It's all collected inside of Steam. You don't go to the store, buy the game's container, Mm -hmm. put the disc in your cart, in your, in your player, and then download it from the disc to the player, and then go and decide to resell. And I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, the Xbox One will have many, many more of their games, probably all of their games, hopefully, available on their online store. Mm -hmm. Um, and presumably, you know, other online stores will be able to sell you codes or whatever right. for, you know, 
a game mm-hmm. on Xbox One, and then you'll just download that and not have a disc. Um, I would bet in that case that you wouldn't be able to resell that because right. that's you know that's, that's and that's I think that's silly. fair. Yeah, but as long as you have physical media, I think you need to be able to resell it mm-hmm. because otherwise. You're you're breaking that uh, implicit law of having physical goods. Yeah, physical goods can always be exchanged, as far as I'm concerned. Yep, I'm uh, yeah, I'm perfectly fine with my my purely digital things not being uh you know actually exchangeable mine. Yeah, because right. I I can understand that when I purchase that online, I'm just purchasing a uh, a license for mm-hmm. it. You know, but yeah, if I buy a disc for it, I should be able to screw around with that as much as I want. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think we got it. Um, a person whose name is unpronounceable. What do you French. have? What What do you call Patrice? Patrice? I don't know. De silence. Desile? Because okay. Well, it, anyway, in French, when they have like a T at the end, I think it's like not pronounced. <sighs> yeah, or something. You're, you're right. Yeah. Well, he's the creator of Assassin's Creed franchise. You know that that big thing that everybody called Ian Buck plays. Well, he was recently fired from Ubisoft. So sad. Mm-hmm. Well, and we we reported on this. Yes, already. yes. Yeah, you know, I think I, I heard about it on your show live. Um. Probably sitting in that chair. And I was probably sitting right here. And well, uh, he, just because he's so cool, is suing them for, guess how much? $400,000. Completely arbitrary amount. And he also wants the rights to purchase something called 1666. Uh, apparently that is the project he was working on before he was fired. Why was he fired? They, uh, according to him, there really wasn't a reason for him being fired. Um, they decided that, you know, so the, so the project 1666. Was oh, is that what that is? Was something that he was working on while he was working at THQ and then, you know, THQ Montreal right. got bought by Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Um, and they decided apparently, according to him, they, they decided that he was being given way too much freedom with this project. And they wanted to rein him in and, and control, you know, what he was doing. Which and is funny, because the creator of your most successful franchise ever yeah. should not be reined in. <clears throat> well, I mean, Ubisoft and him had already had a falling out once. Yeah, I think I remember Which that. is why he left them to go and work at THQ in the first right. place. But, um, but yeah, so, so he, like, apparently put in a request to kind of renegotiate what he mm-hmm. was going to be working on with this project and everything. And they denied that and then fired him outright and he uh yeah so that's why he's suing them um i think he just wants his baby back or well or enough money to go off and do it on his own i guess yeah 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 and so we'll we'll just have to see um how this Uh, pans out yeah so this last one is a a pretty cool game idea it's called throw trucks with your mind it's a game that uses an eeg headset to measure the amount of focus and calm that you have at any given time wow and so the more focused you are, the stronger your in-game throwing ability is. And the more calm you are, the better your in-game jumping, pulling, and levitation abilities are. And so their goal with this game was to take the FPS genre and turn it into a battle of wills rather than, you know, reaction time, you know. Yes. So. It sounds terrible and yet so interesting at the same yeah. time. So they, they said that, like, the, in their in their testing so far... Um, people have gone from, you know, from, from heckling with, you know, the, you know, calling each other a noob and, mm-hmm. and, you know, insulting each other's mothers, um, which can easily be ignored to saying things like, you are now wondering if penguins have knees in order to throw off their opponent's focus, apparently. My focus would be thrown off significantly. Yeah. <laughs> Just, wow. I'm, what show are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't know what to tell you. It sounds really interesting. 
but I can't imagine playing this game because I don't have an EEG headset. Oh, I'm sure um, the um, and I can't imagine- Oculus Rift V2 3 <laughs> will will have that integrated. Actually, I would I would be I would bet more that Valve would come out with something like this because Valve has been doing stuff with you know Ted, how much you're sweating, right? And you know to eye movement. And- well, because he's watching you. Yeah, yeah. It's always watching. Always. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, speaking of Valve, Valve, they uh, they have a lot to do with our main topic this week. Okay, well, so, let me know. the Steam Trading Cards program, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, I got into it, and I actually finally went and played around with it. What um, were you thinking? This, you know, the last couple of days. Well, I was thinking that um, since since everybody has a Steam level now, which is based on, you know, how many badges you've got, and the badges are, are you know, either gotten through the Steam, Steam trading card, uh... Well, you're level 11. Yeah, shh. Okay, fine, I was getting to that. Um, I am level, level undefined. Right. Well, you, I think I can see why. Wait a minute, you really should have a level. Not according to my numbering mm. system. Okay, hang on. I'm going to... Not that I even know how to even log into Steam at this point, right. but... Um, but yeah, so I'm pretty sure that you have to be at least level one because you have a game registered on Steam. And that's one of the things that gives you, you know, I uh, think. Let's see. What's your name? Uh, I put it in the... Ryan. Uh, I put it in the big... Uh, yeah, but I need to be... Yeah, you're a level one. Okay. Um, so yeah. Um, boop, boop, boop. What was I talking about? How do you get these badges? What's right. What's the point of this? Right. So badges. Um, a lot of the badges are, are from previous, uh, sales, you know, they, so Steam has, like, uh, their summer sale and their winter sale and their fall sale and their seasonal sales. And the sale between in-sales. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Um, and so they, they, they typically have little things that you can do during those sales and, mm-hmm. uh, and those will give you badges. And so now those badges... Previously, they didn't really do anything. They just kind of, you know, were there and you could go, yeah, I participated in that sale. Everybody participated in that sale. I'm nothing special. Uh, but now those badges give you experience. And depending on how much experience you have, you know, that determines what steam level you have. Um, and so I realized that, well, I'm a level steam level eight and two of my other friends, Leaf Park Jordan and Jesse Loudy are also level eights. I need to fix this. I need to be higher level than them. The only way to do that right now, you know, since there's no sales going on right now, um, well, there are sales, but, you know, not a seasonal sale. Right. Um, was to go and actually play around with this trading card game. And, uh, so you get these, so you get these cards as drops while you're playing games that are participating in the, in the trading card program, right? Mm-hmm. So I, st- I was playing, uh, Borderlands 2 with a friend of mine and I got, you know, four cards from that. And, uh, and then, I decided right away that I was not going to be spending any real money on this. Good choice. So what I did was I took a bunch of items that I had in TF2 that I had gotten for free, you know, from drops in TF2, mm-hmm. and sold them on the market, the newly created market, where you are actually selling virtual things for real money. And, um, of course, you know, Steam and whoever owns the game that those items are in uh, take a little cut of that. I think it's like 10%. Of the, of the money. That's fine. Yeah. Not a big much. Yeah. Um, and so I sold a bunch of my items from TF2, got some money, uh, bought some more cards, and, uh, once, once I had, you know, all eight of the, is it eight? Nine of the, uh, Borderlands cards, I, you know, could craft a badge. Mm -hmm. And that badge gave me 100 XP, and it also gave me a background for my, for my, uh, um, profile and, uh, a few other things. Um, 
And I was like, hey, that was pretty sweet. I'm a level 9 now. You know what? I actually kind of want to go get the badge for Half-Life 2 because I like Half-Life 2 a lot more than I like Borderlands. So I'm going to go play some Half-Life 2 and get the uh, the Borderland, or the, the Half-Life 2 badge. So I played Half-Life 2 like all day Thursday. Pretty much all day. I just sat around in my, uh, in my pajamas and played Half-Life 2. And of course, I, I, you know, gave myself the mission of, let's play it in 3D and see how good it looks in 3D. By the way, it looks beautiful in 3D. Everybody should go play Half-Life 2 in 3D. Nice. Yep. Um, so, I went and got the Half-Life 2 badge, and, uh, and, and then I went and got, you know, a Half-Life 2, uh, uh, background and everything. And at level 10, Steam level 10, it also gave me, um, the ability to, put a little, uh, a showcase at the top of my, um, profile. So I decided to do the game collector one since I own an obscene amount of games on, on, uh, I Steam. agree. It is absurd. Uh, so I decided to show off that fact cause I didn't have anything else that's interesting about me other than the fact that I've spent a lot of money. Um, <clears throat> maybe I should stop doing that. Spending money Meh. on games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's maybe. Well, I mean, now that I own almost all of the games that I have ever wanted, I, you know, can't really spend money on games anymore, right? It, no. No? No, I think you'll find a way. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. I could go and start playing a subscription game. Oh. Like RuneScape! No, don't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so my profile page is actually like the one thing that I am really proud of now that came out of the Steam trading card program. Um, and, uh, I mean, just look at it. It looks a hell of a lot better than Ryan's yeah, profile. Yeah, my, my profile literally has nothing on it. I don't even know what to do on this thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. Um, I'm not going to go crazy and just like, you know, spend a bunch of money on the, on the trading cards in order to get up to like, you know, level 20 something or anything like that. I'll, I'll just, you know, bide my time and, uh, as more games that I have, uh, become part of the, uh, the program. I'll just go mine some cards from those, you know. Uh, the, the great thing about this is that, uh, you just need some, you know, game time in those games. Mm -hmm. I don't even have to be playing the games. I can just open the game, alt tab out of it, and go and do something else, and it'll give me cards for those games. That's so, a better use of your time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like mining bitcoins. I'm getting virtual things that are actually worth real money for not doing anything. Man, that's sad. Yeah. But it's great. Um, so yeah, I'm a level 11 and, uh, and I have a sweet profile. Now. I'm still level zero. I, one. You're actually level if one. If I say zero, you say one, we'll call it good and say half. And it's binary. Say half. I also have a Steam rating of zero. I've been a member since February 17th and my playing time in the past two weeks is 0, 0.0. Well, yeah, because your Steam rating is based on your playtime of the last. Oh, and my last online status was 94 days ago. You should really play some more Civ Five. Negative ten. It's on... a lot of fun. Nope. Why Didn't not? Even get through the tutorial because there's. There's a tutorial. I think so. I thought we we talked about this. I don't think that there's a tutorial. It's the mission where the first mission where there are a bunch of tool tips that tell you what to do. Okay. And I didn't even know what to do even with the tool tips. <sighs> Ryan, <laughs> it's a turn-based strategy it game. Did make, make it's it, about as easy uh, as Eclipse. I hate that game too. <laughs> But every time that you post about it, you're like, oh, we're having this great game of Eclipse. Picture. Man, you don't understand visual sarcasm. Oh. Nope. I really don't. <laughs> Why not? Be because. What? Um, but yes, so that's the Steam trading card um, program. And I noticed a couple of days ago, 
to my great amusement that Origin now has an achievement system where they will give you, like, points for having more achievements in your games. Guess how many games there are that are participating in this Origin achievement? Five. Three. Woohoo! It's Mass Effect 3, Dead Space 3, and Battlefield 3. So in every game that starts with a three. Ends in a three. Whatever. Yeah. Well, that's better than Valve, because Valve has all of their games that end in a two, you know? Those are the games that are participating in the Steam trading card program. Yeah, of course. It's it's Dota 2, Left 4 Dead 2, Half-Life 2, Portal 2, and Counter-Strike Go. But yeah, yeah, whatever. I know, that's funny. Which is actually the third one in that series. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. That's pretty interesting, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Origin. But yeah, so... uh, Origins program is not nearly as sophisticated and I EA mean, made it. Who what did you expect? It's basically like I mean I don't know anything really about the Xbox 360 achievement system, but I mean you get achievements and then it gives you points, right? But or something I'll, I'll and then play. like your gamer score is based on literally just on how many achievements you have from games. Um and that's pretty much what Origins is. I think I have like 770 points or something, but it doesn't mean anything to no. me because I can't make my profile look cooler. Of course and, not. Yeah. It's reasonable. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Steam actually has the community behind it and Origin doesn't. No, but it like, also has the spyware factor behind it. I Well, so does Origin then. Yeah, I, mean, I they agree. They do the exact same thing. One should um, do neither. I actually was kind of enjoying myself trying to play the market. Um, You're terrible. <laughs> it was fun. Like... So, because I was trying to buy more cards and not break my bank. Right. So I'm sitting there refreshing the page, just waiting for somebody to get on there and, like, undercut everybody else's prices. Because I knew that eventually it was going to happen. And trying to click that as as quickly as possible so that nobody else could buy it before I bought it. Absolutely terrible. uh, and, And, like, you know, oh, man, I need some more cash, like, right now. All right. I've got this item over here that I'm currently selling for about as much as everybody else. I'm going to sell that for way less than everybody else, but still enough that I will get enough money uh, in order to buy what I need right now. And it worked, you know? It, you're playing the market. That's <sighs> so sad. <laughs> and it's brilliant on Valve's part, Oh, of too, course it is. Because they're getting money right. for these virtual items that they're just giving out, and right. then people are generating money for them. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's wonderful. Like all you, around. I, I wonder, like, like just imagine the meeting that somebody must have had in Valve. Like, hey, this is what we're gonna do. Remember, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. So I have a review for you this week. <gasps> a review, a review, and it's a review of a game that I think you might actually enjoy playing. I think you have found well, an impossibility. Because it's not really like a game game. Oh my gosh, I'm already okay. in love with a horse. Yeah. So, so Kentucky Route Zero, it's pretty much unlike any game that I have ever played before. Um, it's, so it's a, it's a point and click game, but it doesn't have any of those like puzzles that you're used to having in, uh, in point and click games. There's like, there's like a few very, very vague puzzles, but you know, they're not like difficult. Um, and, uh, and it doesn't use like, you know, the pre-rendered static backgrounds that you would see in like a, a point and click adventure game from the nineties, you know? Um, <coughs> the visual style is very, very artsy. It's, um, it, like everything is made up of these kind of flat, um, pretty much mono, uh, colored, um, 
things and and yeah. they just put those together in such a way that it that it makes an object that you are that are you can used recognize yeah that but, you can recognize but it has a very it's it's it, it uses very few polygons mm-hmm. to achieve its effect it's amazing yeah. and th- the crazy thing about it is that it actually looks good in 3D too like it's very very it's a very subtle difference in 3D but it actually works yeah i can um, see that so um the um the 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 other thing that it does really interesting that I've never seen a point and click game do is use angles. So there's, there's a few scenes where, um, you, you start out like with the camera facing in one direction. And then as you like say move to the right, instead of just panning, the camera will rotate. And th- because of that, like they're able to hide key things from you until the exact moment when they want you to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, just as your character is walking up to an object, you will suddenly just be able to tell what it is because you now have the right angle to, right. to view it. Um, and they're able to do that because, you know, obviously the camera is in their control the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, So the plot. The plot centers around a truck di- driver named Conway who is, uh, he works for an antique shop and he's trying to uh, you know, give this, get this delivery what somewhere. What an amazing main character. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, so he, he's trying to find Dogwood Lane. And, uh, you know, the first person that you meet at this, some gas station, you know, mm-hmm. tells you, oh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go off to the, to the zero, you know, the, the Kentucky Route Zero. And, uh, and that'll, take that sounds fishy right there. Straight to Dogwood Lane. And, uh, and so then you spend, like, the rest of Act One trying to find Kentucky Route Zero. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, th- so they have kind of, you know, this, this map that's laid out for you, um, of the area that you, you can drive pretty much anywhere on there. Um, and I, I had a good time, uh, just exploring and, and ignoring the directions that everybody gave me. By the way, the directions are very, very cryptic, and they always have, like, these very strange, um, um, uh, uh, landmarks that they're, that they're giving directions by, like, you know, oh, just go north on 65 until you get to the burning tree, and then you turn left, and it's like... Burning tree! Burning tree, okay, yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, I'll just go north, and oh, look, there's a burning tree. But there literally yeah. is? Yeah. Wow, that's weird. Yep, and, and apparently, like, like, every time that you pass by that exact spot, the burning tree's there. Perpetually burning. Perpetually burning. I like the sound of this yeah. better. So that's the other thing about this game. Was Matt next to it? There's 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 some great like um uh uh yeah. What's the phrase? Golly gee. Um surrealism, not exactly. Uh magical realism. Uh so oh, yeah, okay. So you know like uh 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 Hundred Years of Solitude. I'm very aware of yeah. what you were going for. Yes. I've been here. It's great. It's it's great. I can see I can see the parallels. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> my that means my life is miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I be English. Oh, it's coming back. No, it's not. But this is great. Didn't you like a hundred years yes, of solitude? Of did. did you like a hundred years of solitaire? No. Oh no, that would be deadly. What? No, no. A hundred years of solitaire was the presentation that I made for that class, where I basically retold I like... the story. I retold the story from a Windows XP perspective. I feel like I saw this presentation. It was great. Yeah, I'll show it to you later during the fringe. I feel like, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, so you know, you 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 are basically led around um through the area, um, trying to get legitimate directions to where the Kentucky Route Zero is. 
and you meet some very strange people and you go to some very strange places and and um it's all very bizarre but somehow relaxing and so, like i really enjoyed the game so the, the, there's also some humor that i of course i meshed with so well because in one of your screenshots here in your review you talk about the third floor and it's labeled as i'll get to that later you will i'll get to that in a moment okay yeah, fine yeah um labeled as beep beep yep okay so, um, <laughs> um, the, um, the conversation that system that they use is pretty interesting because pretty much every single time that it's your turn to talk, you get, you know, a choice of what you want to say. Or a bunch of choices. A bunch of choices, yeah. But it doesn't really actually matter from the plot perspective what you say. It's more for, like, the player's yeah, sake. Yeah, setting your like, own yeah, tone, like, like your own mood, yeah. Deciding what kind of person Conway is. Right. Um, and I really enjoyed that, because mm-hmm. it's like, like it, it seemed kind of like, you know, no matter what kind of person you are, Things you, just still, you still have, like, wow, yeah. Are you sure this isn't that? This is, it's like fate. It's like, <laughs> yeah. this, this game is so artsy, and it makes so many good statements in such a good, subtle way. And, oh, I love it. It's so great. So it's, great. It's so great. It's not even like a game game, but it's like, it's awesome. So it's not a game game. Well, no, no, not in the traditional sense. No, this is an indie game as far, like, this is oh, a very, right. very indie game. Yeah. You know, the visuals are very simple, but I they're somehow tell. beautiful. Um, and the, the gameplay is pretty unique and there's just, it makes statements about life. It's a lot of time something did. Let's see. Wait a minute. Kentucky, that's where Chris doesn't live, right? Exactly. Oh. You figured it out. We we had a, an amazing discussion on uh, control structure some number or another. You can listen to that. For, I, I did for listen to it. Yeah. The audience. <laughs> I think it was uh, the last control one. structure 39? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So the other thing about the conversation system is that um, occasionally they will switch characters that you're controlling. So like usually you're controlling Conway, but uh, when they were introducing the character Shannon... Um, you saw the scene where they meet from her perspective and Conway was just kind of labeled as stranger when you, when he first walks up to you. And so because of that, I was able to, you know, decide what kind of person I wanted Shannon to be. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, ultimately it doesn't really matter, but you know, there you go. I get to, uh, shape who she is in my mind. Um, if, uh, if, if I've convinced you to buy the game, stop listening now, skip forward a little bit, because I'm going to spoil a few things about Act Two. But you'll never convince me, so I'm immune from this you disease. You really, really should. Yes, but I, I, I will it's not really pay good. money for a game. I have a DRM free copy that don't I can. Care. Yeah, okay. Fine. Still don't care. Um. Okay. So spoilers ahead. At the end of Act One, you find the zero. Spoiler. Got nothing out of that. Yeah. Okay. So so um, in Act Two, it starts off. Um, you get some directions on the zero from, from, from a person in an office building. Um, and, uh, and that's where what you were talking about happened. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, but so, so I, so, so you start driving around on the zero and I was expecting more maps, right? Right. No, no. apparently Kentucky route zero is a circle underground. Oh, what a troll. And the navigational system of, for this, for Very this unique. highway is really weird. So, Depending on whether you're going clockwise or counterclockwise, you will see different landmarks. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're going clockwise, I think you run into, like, the feather and the crystal and, like, the grandfather clock or something like that. 
<clears throat> and if you're going cl- counterclockwise, you see the rocking chair and like the canoe paddle and something else. And um, if you if when you get to one of those uh, landmarks, if you turn around and go the other way, then you will kind of switch layers. So you'll if you if you get to the feather and you turn around and go in the opposite direction, then you'll be in like the the feather layer. Mm-hmm. And and there's no real indication that this is the case, except for the fact that you know now the the landmarks that you're running into are completely different. And um and so like you you got some directions to where you're you're trying to go for the plot, and then there's also some directions to other attractions that you might want to see. Other attractions, attractions, yes. Um, Sounds suspicious. Uh, they were pretty, pretty interesting, you know, with very strange descriptions of these things, and uh, yeah. It was, it was, it's all very artsy. Very artsy. Uh, very artsy. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. I really, I just, I, I need this sometimes. You, you just, you just needed to see those polygons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're more like vector lines, actually. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so it was pretty easy to get lost on the, uh, in Kentucky Route Zero. I can tell. But, uh, but luckily there's always this little button down in the lower left hand corner. Where you can uh, just have the other character drive and sleep, and she'll get you to where you need to go. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for people like you who don't really care, autoplay, see any of the stuff, go exploring and get lost and messy. And it's ironic that you tell me that because I'm the one with map completion. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You're a freak. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So um. So that. So that's the first part of Act Two. Um. And, uh, so, so what you were talking about happened in the first scene, actually. This is, this is probably my favorite moment of the entire it's, act. That's hilarious. So, so I walk up to this clerk, to this lady at, at the front desk and I, and I, you know, you ask her, you know, how to get to Dogwood Lane and she's like, oh, I don't know, but, you know, one of the clerk, clerks might know. So go and talk to so and so on the fifth floor. Here you go. Uh, so, you know, you go into the elevator and, Here's the buttons. Do you want to read the buttons? I, I would love to read the buttons. Okay. So, first button is lobby. Uh, first floor, clerk's office. Second floor, conference room. Third floor, bears. Fourth floor, archives and records. Fifth floor, diagrams and drafts. Okay, wait a minute. Bears? Bears. Bears. Watch out for bears. Third floor, bears. So what do you do? So, well, I decided there can, there's no way that there's actually just a bunch of bears yeah, on the third it, it, floor. Yeah, it probably means bear heads or, or something. it's yeah. a joke. So I went straight to the third floor. And what do you know? Bears. There's a bunch of bears. They're just sitting there in this office building. And and at first, like, I didn't want to come out of the elevator because I was like, are they going to attack me? Bears. What is it up with these bears? Bears. But eventually I just kind of walk out of the, the elevator and all of their heads follow me. And I walk farther and they're like all of their, they're just watching me walk around this floor with bears. And then I walk back to the elevator and get back in the elevator and I go to a different floor. Yeah. <laughs> So surreal, so weird. I don't know. I mean, <coughs> I tell people to watch out for bears all the time, so I guess I'm used to it. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, like I said, the story meshes with my life really well. And then there was the time when uh, uh, we were at a museum, and uh, and then we caught a ride with a giant bird. Uh, a giant eagle picked us up, and we went flying. I guess that hasn't happened to me yet. Yeah, that happened in this game. Okay. And yeah. Um. But now I also want you to scroll all the way down to the, the screenshots from the forest area where, you know, you have to get to the forest area with, on the eagle. Yeah. Um, 
kind of lo- just take a good look at at those screenshots. Notice anything odd? No, I'm basically blind. No, okay. Well, see see the big eagle? Yeah. There. Mm-hmm. Uh, notice how it's not complete. Okay. Notice how it's got kind of gaps in it. No, I I, I didn't notice that. Okay, scroll down and look at the car. It might be a little bit more obvious with the car. See that? So I I thought that was like a reverse tree. It kind of is. Yeah. So like, yeah. So so they've the the objects of the eagle and the car. They obviously, you know, if there's a tree in front of them, you can't see them. But there's also some really weird spots where if there's not a tree behind them, you also can't see them. Yeah, I and was it, okay with that. It's it it's it's like really subtle and you don't notice it at first, but then you see it and you're like. What? You know, it's like, it's like, it's like one of those drawings of a box that you yeah. can't actually make because it's impossible. Right. You know, it's a paradox. Oh, it's so good. Look at it. I am so less impressed. It's beautiful. I like it, but I'm less the impressed. Car, the car was one of the screenshots that they teased before releasing Act 2. That's good. And, and I just saw that in the email and I was like, oh, that's okay. Whoa. Mm. Oh my God. And yeah. <clears throat> but so this game. Highly recommended. It's really? Good. It's really good. And how much does this game cost? It costs $25 normally, so that's $5 per act, because there's five acts that are going to be released when, you know, as they're finished. Okay, reasonable. Um, uh, supposedly it's going to be done within like the next year or something yeah. like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, on Steam right now, it is on sale. Wow. That sale is going on all week, I think. A sale so, on yeah. Steam? That must oh be like gosh. 90% off. Not really. No, not no, really. It's no. like a few dollars and from twenty five down to like twenty two or something. Yeah, like that. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Minus ten percent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still better than getting it at twenty five dollars. Is it? Yes. But it's not better than not getting it. Wait, what? No. Free is better. Except for the fact that you don't get it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I saw the pictures. I'm good. No, no. You really want to play it? Uh-huh. No, but see, this is what my YouTube channel is going to be. For people like you who don't want to play the games, but I still want to show you the games, I'll just play them, I'll record them, and then I'll cut out all the boring bits, and I'll show you the cool parts. Okay, then. And, so it's a let's play, but without... It's kind of like a let's play, except that I'm not contributing anything to it. I'm just showing you the pure right. game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited. We'll go with that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that's, I like it. That's Kentucky Route Zero. You should go buy it. Not happening. You really should. Not happening. They're indie developers. They need your financial support. I need my own financial support, too. True enough. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that was a pretty good show. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what, do you, what do you got coming up uh, next week? Well, uh, I'm going to be volunteering for uh, my church's, what we call it, Urban Cross. It's a it's a week-long work camp, um, and uh, my dad actually runs it. Uh, it's It's his baby. And, nice. and, uh, yeah, I'm going to be the media master. So I'm going uh, that fits you perfectly. I have, I have borrowed a friend's nice DSLR camera. I couldn't tell you what model it is. No, I'll no, go and find out and no, I'll email you. Wasn't asking. And, yeah. Didn't even think about it. But you, how not? You talk with your dad about cameras all the time. Yeah. It's just, just yeah, I don't, don't okay. worry about it. Um, never even occurred to me. So I'll be taking nice pictures and, uh, I'm also in charge of, you know, doing the, uh, you know, the, the lyrics for the songs that we're going to be singing at, uh, evening worship and, and I'll be putting together slideshows of each day, you know, the highlights from each day. Reasonable. Um, for the, for that time as well. And mm-hmm. it's going to be awesome. And, and my desktop's going to be 
living at the church for pretty much the whole week. So I'll take advantage of that by uh, trying to download my entire, <laughs> Everything. my entire library of music from Google Music of and course. seeing if it gives me the ones that I haven't actually bought. You're terrible. Yeah, it's good. You've wanted me to to test this and see if it's possible. Get going. Go do it. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Um, and of course, E3 is also next week. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know that little thing. So that's what I'll be doing in the evenings is catching up on the uh, news from the previous day. Yeah, and so that that goes all week. So like. The mm-hmm. big announcements usually tend to More happen like three days all week, and all of the major announcements will be like on the tenth because right. that's when all the conference Monday. Uh, wait, are those no press what? conferences? That's what they called. Yeah, yes, press conferences are going on. I really wish that I was able to watch them live, but I'll be biking around taking pictures. Yeah, you know, I don't know if the, it's worth watching live. Last year we were assaulted by the raunchiest weirdo she's ever she's going to be the oh. the host again apparently for i hope Ubisoft. she gets a new script <laughs> but you don't like uh lady orgasms or whatever no she's no about? i i don't know <laughs> i mean yes but not in my press conference so, at my school this year just a couple months ago okay i had to think about that like, there mm. was there was a sex ed uh presentation i, I was aware of it called i heart Female orgasm. I, I heard I, about it. I grabbed a poster from that and put of it up in my you room. Did. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, uh-huh. fits you perfectly. Thanks. Uh huh. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for for uh, me, of course, next week is although about uh, WWDC. So oh, yes. I'll, I'll be um, covering that. That's hopefully. also going on on the tenth. Yes. It? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it unlike E three. It only is like an hour and a half, and there's only one presenter, obviously. It's yeah. just, just Apple, and, that, and then it ends. Mm-hmm. I really wish that I could go to E3. I really wish I uh, could afford a Mac. <laughs> Different scopes. Right. Yeah. Well, um, do, you, do you ask people where you can find each other on the internet here? Not so much, no. 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 Most, of our, most of our guests don't really... Use the internet? Know. Well, they use the internet, but they use it more for you know consuming things rather than creating things and posting them. So they Man, don't, that's they so don't, weird. They don't, don't really how... have things to, to push on other well, people. Well, where can we find I mean? you on the internet? Since well, you do push things to the internet. Well, I, I, you know, conveniently enough, I pushed links to several of my own things in, the, in the, yeah, <laughs> this episode, like my review of Kentucky Route Zero and... And, uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, cause that's on my blog, which is, uh, one of the major pipelines that I put. Pipelines. Yes. You know, <laughs> Watch the out internet that. is made of tubes. <laughs> I heard of that. And I also have a Google Plus, and that's where I post a lot of my other stuff. And I have a Steam, which is where I have I, a Steam. Yeah, a Steam account where I post a lot of gaming related things, like screenshots and whatnot. Well, that's good. Yeah. And of course, you can find me and Ryan Rampersad just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter, Ryanamar. Also on the Google Plus, where I post a lot of stuff now, because it actually has a real interface. And I yeah. post stuff all the time now, so it's no, really nice. They don't have a right API, though. No, I wish they did, because then I could, you know, syndicate all media from everywhere. Syndicate. Everyone. That's right. Does it create synergy? Yes. Buzzwords. <gasps> that's that's the one thing that I'm looking forward to from the uh, press conferences is buzzwords, buzzwords, buzzwords. I don't even know what they could be. Living yet. room connected experience. Oh. Stuff like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be great. Okay. And lady orgasm. Oh. Just like, is that, is that a buzzword? <laughs> I don't know. I think you get buzzed by it. Listen, but <laughs> <laughs> not a buzzword on its own. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Good? Okay. Have a good week. <laughs>